Hello and welcome to Bedlam Social Hour, a D&D podcast. I am the aforementioned Bedlam, DM of this story-driven, semi-edited, real-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Bedlam Social Hour does contain adult language and occasionally deals with mature situations. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our story. We hope you enjoy. Last time on Bedlam Social Hour, the group continued to carouse at the establishment known as the Wee Giant. We left Tylalor and Mirmelnir awaiting the response from a mystic gnome who had, at their behest, attempted to send a magical message to Nurma, since they were still unsure of the little elf's fate. Unfortunately, they were met with an unfavorable outcome given the mystic did not receive a response from the girl. The caster reassured them, saying that didn't necessarily mean the worst, and offered to try again the next day once she had replenished her abilities. Brax and Valryl continued to engage with various patrons, including a bard who apparently was in possession of a song containing information about a local blue dragon. Tylalor continued to maintain her sobriety as she kept Miral near company at the bar while Grom napped in the corner. Some games of dice transpired, and eventually Grom awoke. In due time, the three persuaded the bard, now known as Ganoff, to perform his quote-unquote dragon song, which effectively changed the party's opinion about the dragon, as well as the bard. It continued on with a few more games of chance, resulting in the acquisition of some potions and a book. And it is here we will resume our story with the party socializing amiably with a handful of the Wee Giants patrons. Tathonbad! Tathonbad! Hey! Hey! Well, I'm pretty much broke. <laughs> well, I, mean, I ain't, but I just want a bunch of money, so you guys want to keep doing this, or? Uh, all, all I've got is my pants. That's it? Just your pants? J- just my pants is what I'm willing to bargain for. Well, what are they worth? Uh, I, I don't know. What, what are a pair of pants worth? The real question is how much everybody will pay you to keep them on. I mean, I'll throw in two gold on that. All right, let's, let's get this moving. For for me to keep them on? Yeah, nobody wants to see that. Ah, uh, all right. All right, what kind of wages do we have? I, I've got one. I bet that Ganoff's a fucking dragon. I'll take that bet right there. I'm pretty sure he is too. Aren't ya? Roll perception. That'll be a nat one. <laughs> Damn it, it's still going. <laughs> 21. 14. Irmelnir and Valryl, you notice that when Grom says his name and puts an unwarranted L in there, that the bard's eye twitches just a little bit. Unwarranted L? Am I saying it wrong? That's a question to the DM. I wrote it down. G-A-N-O-F-F. Oh yeah, I spelled that wrong. That was drunk, what do you expect? Uh, are are you sure he's a dragon? I'm pretty I, sure. I don't see any wings Look on Look at him. him! You know you're a dragon. No wings. He's right. He, he's a terrible dragon. He doesn't have wings. You're wrong enough. Oh, does he always this clever when he drinks? Damn it, I thought that would have had you. <laughs> he's like this all the time. Well, I know you're a dragon, and I'd be. Well, I won't kill you because I heard you're a good dragon. Yes, and I understand that you think there's a clockwork dragon as well. And it's very amusing. there's a clockwork dragon. There's not a clockwork dragon. Which one of you is stronger? 
What? Me, me or the dwarf? It's, I don't... Rumanoff here! <laughs> oh. Which one of you is stronger? You are the clockwork dragon. I know you wrote that song. I can see it in your eyes. I did write that song. That's I what I'm saying. Declared I broke You're the song. dragon. Yeah. Didn't you have questions about a demon? Oh, yeah. If a feller were to need to kill a giant demon, anybody at the table feel free to answer. Is there a way to do it besides just beating it to death? Can you, like... Like... We've heard stories like knowing their name or... Do you know its name? Yeah. Azrulian. Azrulian. I couldn't spell that one either, though. I don't. It's interesting. I didn't hear anything about Azrulian. I don't know. Well, I know he wants Azrulian's tooth, and he says it's his tooth. So I guess I thought his name was Azrulian. Tell you what. uh, Have you heard of Azrulian's tooth? I have. Heard of Ezreal's tooth? Has everybody heard of this damn thing? Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've heard of it. I heard the song once. Well, Bard, do you know the damn song? Play it for us. You know, you've all turned into quite amiable sports. If you choose, I could potentially, if you'd be willing. Uh, I might have one more song you might be interested in. I'd hear your song. This is. I think very rarely you hear a dragon sing. You're going to have to stop with that. It's just preposterous. Sure. Exaggerated wink. Exaggerated wink. Are you actually saying that as you're winking at him? No, but I know you're recording this, so... Grom is exaggerated wink winking. Alright, not to hit you in the head with more songs, but... He is a bard. I like that the bards have songs. We'll get a, we get a sword song too now? Sword, not sword songs. Azrelian's tooth. Boy, I think it'll be pretty cool. I want to find it, but I'm not giving it to that damned demon. I call this one the Soul Thief's Demise. In plains unknown Where shadows creep A demon stirs from Ancient sleep with eyes that burn like embers red and horns that crown his fearsome head. His thirst for souls he cannot save, and so he turns to relics of cruel fate. Weapons forged in molten fire Imbued with hate, destruction's desire One of six forged, crafted to overwhelm And through infernal pacts, sent to mortal realm Says in that's fate Will flay your skin And Morgra's horn Boils blood within Agony known Exquisite pain Mephisterin's claw Torment unchained Adorath's tusks Bones 
polarized Of my looks telling Decay realized These five will rent Flesh unwhole But as Rulian's tooth It'll steal your soul When planes align Gateways appear that paved the way for unbridled fear The demon's eyes ignite with glee As blood is spilled and souls set free Mortals destroyed, dragged to the hells Imprisoned in Agony citadels Unending thirst Yearns for soul's light The thief returns Wielding immoral blight With each strike His thirst is quenched From corpses slain Each soul is wrenched Battlefield Burnt and bloodstained Innocence lost By unholy taint And when all seems lost And hope is void In ancient feud Time is not destroyed Peering through Planes unknown Yuck-thill-dust waits Is enmity sown Iniquities vie For eternal spoils Mutual hate Forever boils And in the shade Infernal strife to keep what was rightfully deprived As battles rage, bloodlust excites A hero emerges, ready to strike Two evils clash, the hero bites When time to strike delivers demise in a clash of darkness, light and ire Stolen free from eternal fire Hell defeated, shadows banished Souls to be saved, enemies vanquished Hell defeated, shadows banished Souls to be saved Enemies vanquished Hell defeated Oh, shadows banished Souls to be saved Enemies vanquished
what the hell is a Yagthildas? Actually, once he started playing the uh, little mystic that cast the spell earlier uh, to try to contact Nerma, uh, moves and sits closer at a nearby table. Hey, hey, Grom, do you, do you think we could use one of those things to kill my god? I think we could use all of them to kill your god. Yes. Where where do we find them? I don't know. Ask your damn squirrel. What were they called again? Hey, dragon, what were all those things you were singing about? Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks. Sorry, what? What were all those things you were singing about? Hmm. Uh, says says Fang. Oh, they're well, infernal weapons. Infernal weapons. Well, those those sound like just the thing to kill this demon. Perhaps. And a god. You said Azrath Fang is one of those things. So they're real. Says and that's Fang. Yes. <laughs> this says to. There's okay. Apparently, there's a lot of fangs and teeth. Can we get it, another round of devil spit over here? Let's get the dragon a cup of spit. I I don't know if he's a dragon. He doesn't even have any wings. Wait, he's he's the dragon. He's aren't, the aren't dragon. You? Wing, exaggerated wing. <laughs> well, you're a dragon. You have wings until recently. Well, he could be hiding his wings. I I am still but a wee dragon. Wee dragon. So. So these things are real. I suppose. What the hell is a a, a yog? Yog Thildas. Uh, roll me an intelligence. Eight. Ooh, okay. I've heard that name before. Where the hell did I hear that before? I have heard it before. You have heard it before. Do I remember where I heard it before? With, not with that eight. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> Damn it, I've heard that before. What the hell is a yog? Is that another one of them uh, weapons? It sounded like it was coming to get us. The uh, mystic at the next table, you hear she almost can't help herself. She's like, no, no, not Yakthildas does not. Mm, I, mm, mm. Oh, you know him? Mm, no, no. Friend of yours? No, I, mm, I. Molochera! I've overspoken. I should probably go. I watched you come closer when he started to sing his song. You get over here. You get her a drink of spit, dragon. I, Ganoff says, uh, no, come closer. Come, come have a seat. You may as well. So she sits down kind of next to him. And by that time, DeVito has brought over another bottle and set it down. Hey, Brax. Yeah, what's, what's, what's going on? Did you hear the part in the song where he says, when the, the planes align... It's you? Did, yeah, take gateways. One. Yeah, I'll have another one. Yeah, so uh, I did hear it. So that means we're in the lined up plateways, right? I, I think so. Clink, Wait, clink, who's clink, 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 clink. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Here's two legends. The dragon. <laughs> no, legends. The killing demons. To my buddy, the dragon. The dragon. <laughs> the dragons. Let, clink. Tilt that one back. Everybody roll me constitution. Oh, no. Grom is out. <laughs> you don't have to be out, but. Nat 20. It's a nat one. I might have just projectile spit. I got a nine. That's uh, an 18. Yes, Rex, you... Mm, ooh, that one hit, hit you wrong. Grom, you're going to be out of it for a minute. I will be drunker. Yes, you withdraw within yourself in a moment to... Don't, don't, keep it down, keep it down, keep it down. Huh. That one uh, not, not hit you quite right? I've eaten some pretty nasty things, but this tastes like I'm licking a troll's ass. Wait, you licked a troll's ass? 
pull out a slab of meat <laughs> from my little pouch, and I slap it under the table. Dwarf says, ah, you lick it. We need to burn that. No way. <laughs> I'll cut half of it off and leave that on the table and put half of it back in my pouch. But we should definitely burn this much. The dwarf <laughs> promptly, without a word, stands up and takes it and walks over to the fire and throws it into the fire. Couple more drinks? That would have looked good to you, Durf. I don't know where you come from, but I'm glad I didn't grow up there. Well, Durf. Yeah, considering that I'm the last of my kinsmen, you're probably right. Uh, the last of the bone splitters! Last of the bone splitters! Last of the bone splitters. I'm not going to take my drink. But at that point, I'll probably get down and get pretty sullen for a minute. And kind of retreat into myself for a moment while you guys carry about. Now, was it It was just... In that song, they were saying that, that you use a demon to kill a demon, right? That's what it said? Well, he's not really a demon. Well, who, who is Did he you, then? Yuck Thildust. Yuck Thildust. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel I, like I didn't even know that name. It's... Mm. <laughs> you remember that name for me? I don't remember that name. How do you remember it? No, I don't remember that name. Yakthildust? Yeah, how do you say it again? Yakthildust. Okay, can we can we stop saying saying that name? Yakthildust? Sure. Can we stop saying his actual name? It's, well, it's tell bad. us about it's it bad. then we don't have to ask. It's bad juju. It's, have you heard of... I thought he was good. And now, Clotra, I don't know if you want to go down this rabbit hole. It's, you're right, you're right. Let's just say uh, it's an otherworldly entity. Uh, there's enmity between them, him... It and the demons, and that's. I've unfortunately learned the hard way to not talk extensively about him. Why? Let's just say bad things happen. Well, I don't know about whether or not you've seen him at all, but we've been seeing these little uh, gateways all over the place. Truly? Truly. Spouting out all kinds of little demons, tentacles, and eyes everywhere. And you see. Clotra's face just lose all color. So it seems like it'd be the time to talk about it. Okay, you guys look back, and at first you see me looking pretty interested and paying attention to the song. And then a little bit later you look back and you see me kind of lost in thought, sort of zoned out. When I had the encounter with Kasodros, when there was that void of shadows and I think eyes behind him, was that in the similar style to the portals we had seen popping Very up? Very much so, yes. Okay. Uh, I I saw him when I... I saw one of his portals when I fought my god. Oh, now things are getting interesting. Wait, you saw a portal in your vision, too? I, you saw how I came back to camp. There is no way in the abyss that that was just a vision. But... He was there, and it was like there was other entities in there with me, and it reminds me of that portal we saw in the tree with the two crazy people. Aye, that feller that threw himself to it. A messy ordeal. You see Clotra lean into Ganoff and kind of talk quietly into his ear. No secrets, dragon. Well, you got you got a portal song, don't you? You got a portal <laughs> song. I bet he does. I don't think he's a dragon. There's no wings. But he doesn't have wings either. No wings. Dragon imposter. That's just hurtful. You're ju- you're just a short, scaly man. They have a, a little exchange, and you see Ganoff take her hand and kind of clasp it in both and look into her eyes and say something quietly and she nods and then she 
stands up and says, Ganoff, thank you for the drink. Uh, it's been a pleasure with speaking to you all, um, but I'll be off. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Hey, hey, uh, where where will you be tomorrow to try and send another message? Oh, right. Um, I'll be in town. Oh, okay. I'll try to find you. Ask around. It's not a big town. Uh, okay. So I, ho- I hope we didn't make you upset. I- no, no, you're fine. Do you have any robot parts? You have an eye, a robot eye? We've seen some of those. No, that's not my uh, forte. Never needed Auntie Mary or me. She shoots you a glance and leans down and Ganoff kisses her on the cheek and she beelines for the door. I notice that you also don't have any robot parts, Dragon. It's, it's Ganoff. Yeah, that's what I said. What is the percentage, like, looking around? Does everybody have missing limbs in here? We'll say two or three. Did you make that arm yourself, Durf? Hello. Did you have a deal with Auntie Miriam? Well, I came to Econo. You, you didn't live here always? Mm, no. Does anybody live here always? I've, I've lived here always. Yeah, I've been here pretty much my whole life. It's an interesting place. I've never seen a, a deity so close to the people it protects. And I've never witnessed those who have sacrificed so much to them. I think he's talking about Mary. Oh, yes. Yes, she is quite the, uh, well, boon. She's done a lot for me. I'm I'm, going to ask you, I guess. She got all sad when we started talking about the trees that are turning to portals. What? What do you, you say you don't have a portal song, but you know about these things? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't say I know about these immediate things. You haven't seen the little tree por- portals with the with the tentacles coming out of them? No, I can't say that I have seen one of those recently. I just assumed that was something that happened down recently. here in the you south. You said recently. When was the last time you seen one? No, that's maybe in a dream. Ah, Bullshit. How long do dragons live? <laughs> how long do dragons live? Yeah, I don't know. You tell, how old you are tell you? me. How old? <laughs> Thirty-five. Hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fooling anybody, dragon. Everybody knows that dragons live a long, long time. Uh, let's find out. Grom throws his elbow under the table for an arm wrestling match. What do you got going on there? Arm wrestle me, dragon. Why? Because if you win, I know you're a dragon. And if you lose, then I beat a dragon in an arm wrestling <laughs> contest. Okay. He scoots some things aside. I don't know if I shrunk much. I was only 5'8". I'm a oh, you're all between 4 and 5 feet now. All right, so you sit down, you clasp hands. He says, ready? I can rage? Sure. Actually, let's have a dice roll, given how intoxicated you are, to see if you can... <laughs> okay, what do you want for let's that? Let's do... You have a 70% chance of raging. 57 all right, I got an 11. Athletics? Oh, athletics would be 14. Mm-hmm. You start, and you start to push back, and his arm starts to go down. And he gets about halfway down, and he takes his drink with his other arm. And then, boom, takes you over the top. I knew it! <laughs> He's a dragon! <laughs> I, w- I want to try to beat a dragon. You, you, you want to arm wrestle me? Oh, I'll beat you real quick. Ar- I arm wrestle right. a dragon! <laughs> all right, Brax, let's... You're going down. Brax is going to arm wrestle I a real dragon right now? I a dragon. Mm, quite. <laughs> I have a dragon, buddy. Uh, look at my group. I must attract them. 
Are you guys arm wrestling down there? Uh, 18 on the die. I have a negative 2 to strength, so that is uh, 16. Uh, 20. Wow, you got a 15 on the die. <laughs> I wrap my small hand around your larger hand. And you were so confident. And then with a mighty slam, your four-foot person hand has been defeated by my three-and-a-half-foot person arm. Moss says, I ain't never lost before. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. I whisper over to Gandalf, if you wanted me to believe you weren't a dragon, you should have let your ego go enough to lose. <laughs> now you're just all sorts of uh, spouting advice, huh? But I don't blame you. If I was a dragon, I wouldn't let you in either. I don't think I better have any more of those drinks. <laughs> you you say as he's pouring himself another. Anybody else? Yeah, a little bit of this bottle left. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll take. I never said no to a free I'll drink. I'll take one more. Right. Tink, tink, tink. You choose. Me? To the dragon. <laughs> no, no, to this dragon. To, to that, that dragon. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Ring it off. <laughs> Did I get it right that time? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, now you don't know anything. Mr. Smarty Pants knows all the cool stories. At this point, the energy seems to be dying down a little bit. The gambling is kind of... That was a thing for a half hour ago. Are there rooms in this place? Um, no. So did that guy actually give me two gold to keep my pants on? No, he didn't. (laughs) Where's he at? We'll get your two gold. Take your pants off. Yeah, take off your pants. Take off your pants. Two this is a, a clothing optional bar. You hear from the bar. DeVito says, um, no, thank you. Where's his two gold? Or it's yes, thank you. You see me fiddling around with my robes, and you suddenly see a pair of pants fly across the table, but I am still very clearly uh, have my uh, kilt thing on, and if you look closer at it, you realize it's just a normal pair of clothes just tied around my waist because they are too small for me. Ew, I guess they probably should have given him that two gold. That's my bad. What What do you think those pants are worth? Where's that troll meat? Probably worth whatever that troll meat's worth. Looking behind me. Tyler Lore! Do we have rooms? Yes, dear. They're across the thoroughfare. Wait, what did you ask? I'm sorry. Who's cross with you? Who's cross with me? Someone, yeah, someone's cross, cross with you? Right now? I'll murder him! Wait. <laughs> I don't think I'm... No, I don't think so. Are you cross with me, dragon? Well, I, uh, as Ganoff the Bard, am not cross with you. I don't know our friends. Oh, okay, that's good then. I did come here to kill you. Full disclosure. He's gonna make... He's gonna make... To kill me? Oh, right, the dragon. Armor right, out right. of your skin. Your scales. Sure, that's... So it sounds bland. It sounds a little offensive now. Yeah, now that we've good material. come to know each other. But so you're not going to go after this blue dragon? No. Well, I could reach you right now. I'm not... I mean, I'm sure you think it's pretty cool to wear your scales. But why are you a little fella? Oh, it's, it's the wee giant. And it's Ekinaw. This has been fun. It's been wonderful. Logan. If I may. I'm curious as to uh, your intentions. On, I mean, you, you came to Ekinaw to do something. First we kill Medlock, then we kill Cassandros, and we we better go find us Rulius too. I won't have anything really fun to kill this demon with, because as far as I can tell, we have like 25 days left. Or or 
do, do we need to find the sword first before we kill Kasodros? Before we kill Medlock. Before oh, we kill Medlock. We could use it to kill. We better find it first. My buddy has a squirrel. That'll tell us where the... The one on his shoulder, right? Oh, you've met him. Good fella. A bad taste in clothes. I know what I want to do tomorrow. I want to see how much I can lift with my wing. Grommy, I want to go on a flight. Hey, now we're using the front door. Why are we going out the front door? I don't think it'd be wise to fly in here. So, like, we're going outside. What? What? Why not fly in here? Well, I thought you said you wanted to try out your little arms. My little. <laughs> Alright, so as the evening digresses, um, so you're here looking for a m- medlack. Medlack. Yes. Do you know him? No. No. Uh, then how do you know his name? Yes. Because you've been talking about it for the last fifteen minutes. Oh, they got you there. No, we were talking about you being a dragon. Well, he's clearly a dragon. He's clearly a dragon. Intermi- yes, clearly. Uh, intermingled, of course. Um, so, who is this Medlack? You, 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 all right, so you haven't heard of Medlack. Okay, how about this? What about, you know, a Wayland? Uh, Wayland, not ringing any bells, no. Okay. Medlack is a book person, like this guy. Over here. <laughs> he does magic. <laughs> a book person. Okay. A, a, a wizard then? Yeah, he's a wizard, right, B? Yeah, yeah, I think I think he is. Well, fair. And you have cause to believe that he's in the... He's in the Ruby Hills. Ruby Hills. Very good. That's what it, yeah, everyone said. Hiding away. Hiding away in a cave, a citadel. A, in the hills. Is Isn't there the Ruby Hills right up here? Uh, yes. And you don't know about that. He's pretty much in your backyard. Yes, well, what can I say? I don't get out much. Where would someone look in the Ruby Hills? Uh, Where's the Ruby Hills Citadel that you're talking about? I was asking if he had a citadel. Why are they red like that? Is it really from the blood there uh, spilling everywhere? Well, that's the speculation. Were you there, dragon? <laughs> you were there, weren't you? Yes, I was there. I knew it was gone. I knew it's dragon. There. I was not there. Your secret is... Well, it's, it's not safe with me. I'm... I'm going to tell some people. They knew. Little pretentious to be singing about yourself. Mm. I I wouldn't know that word. Never mind. <laughs> I, I still don't know. I haven't seen his wings yet. Yes, well, I'm not going to be able to see what does not exist. I bet you if we make you mad, some wings will sprout at your back. It happened to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> indeed. Yes. Yeah. You, huh? get, you get me angry and wings just... Huh. Fascinating. So what angers you, dragon? Do you have wings? No. He's he's just a man with scales. Scales? So you're a lizard man? Sure. I mean, but aren't you? But right are, now I don't care. Aren't dragons just big lizards too? Well, with wings and breath weapons and what? I don't know. But lizards do have scales. I have not I dedicated have myself into the physiology or cosmology of whatnot of dragon kind. Anyhow, I'm curious about this wizard of yours. I... Yes, we are too. We're going to kill Medlack. Medlack, okay. And I believe he knows where Azrulian's tooth is. Well, he's a, yeah, he's a soul stealer too, so he's probably got something to do with that tooth. Hmm. He is the soul stealer. Fair. He's not a good guy either. He's just a bad guy. Have there been any problems with any of the wildness of the stones around this town? Stones? Aye, the 
the blood derobes. Yeah, the, it's this one right piece? here, and I'll, I'll take out the necklace one. Like this little, this guy here's got, it's got a soul in it, actually. You have you have you guys seen this? No, you're a purveyor of souls. Oh no, this is this is actually even mine. This is hers. That one over there, that lady over it's there, Tyler. Tyler. Hey, she she's more sober than us. She'll probably be able to tell you better. Are you okay, dear? Hey, she used to have to do. What, she's my ex-wife. It's a long story. She also kind of lives in here. So you had two wives at one time. You had you had two, you had two. wives. How did you survive that? Title or role perception? Two. And she did not hear you say ex-wife. But she's not cursed anymore. And now she doesn't do anything I ask her. Aha. Well, because I obviously there's much more to the story. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, so Medlek in the Ruby Hills. Yes, he makes the rubies. Makes the rubies. Uh, what was the name of that? Alluring eclipse. Yes, it was a luring ah, eclipse. Alluring eclipse. All right. Well, it's about this time that I'm going to uh, bid you adieu. Uh, what? Adieu. What does that mean? Uh, it's like uh, what? What do you do? Wait, Elven for something. Oh, you know who knows Elven? Is those dragons know as Elven? I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! The ancient tongue. That's all right, dragon. All right, good night, dragon. He gets up and he shoulders his loot and finishes his last swig of devil spit. I'll yell, Tothanbad! As he tips it back. Dermal ears. <laughs> he always lifts it with his real arm, not the metal one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look across the table at Grom, and I'm going to think... But like, since I don't have a clear mind, I imagine it just breaking up and him only getting half the message. At that last bit of exuberance, expelled Grom will slump and pass out in his chair and fall to the floor. Gano stands up, says, "Rest on, Syntix. Always a pleasure. Uh, behave yourself tonight." He says to rest on, gentlemen. Pleasure. Good luck in your. Earthen woven lilac endeavors. And with that, he turns on his heel and makes towards the door. It was nice. It was nice to meet you. Thank you for the, for the pretty songs. And he walks out the gnome sized door. That's uh, this for my cue to get on going on home, too. I'm thinking, where's, where, are we, where are we stay the night at? Where's. We, we should talk to Tyler Lore, because she has all the money. And they, somewhere my pants are, and that's about all I have. Did she throw them at the bar? No. All, all the way, I... The pants are on the table. I, I can't throw... Uh, there they are. Yeah, I was going to say, there's your pants, right? You should probably take them back. So all we right. should probably gather up Grom and get across the road to a hotel sleep. Yeah, that Second sounds, time he's passed out in this bar. That sounds good to me. I just got to grab all my stuff. Uh, who's 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 carrying Grom? Uh, I guess me and Brax can drag him by his feet. It, let, That'd be let, real funny, wouldn't it? Just his head bobbing down the. Just one, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let, <laughs> let let me try something, and I'm gonna go try and pick up Grom. All right, roll athletics. <laughs> I guess that dragon ain't picking him up. I lose my balance and I fall on top of Grom. <laughs> it's not dragging both of you. Yeah, I ain't dragging that dumbass right get, there. He, he don't fall over. Really going to the earthen woven lilac. Where's that? Tomorrow? Where's yeah, that? where's that? It's east of here. 
What is it? Well, it's the, it's, uh, the place where that... Uh, he looks to his left and his right. Yeah, it's fine. He's gone. Yeah, it's the place where that blue dragon lived. Where he used to live? Well, yeah. How long ago? I, yeah, before my time. Yeah, a long time ago. You know, dragons are... Yeah. What's a long time? I don't know. What's a long time to you? One minute. Oh, well, it's a really long time then. No, a couple of years, maybe five, ten years is a long time. That's yeah, no, longer than that. Longer than that? Yeah, that whole thing, if that actually went down, like his song said it did. Yeah, he's been, I don't know, some gnomes, they go try to check it out, but they always come home because not finding out much of anything. But anyway, it's the uh, bigger mountain, you know, with the whole Agindrakan and well, the Earthwoven conflict. You know, the ruby hills with all the blood and stuff. No, it's, they call it the Earthwoven lilac because it maintained its bluish tint, its bluish hue. He goes, okay. So you said a bunch of gnomes go and looking and then they come back? No, I'm saying nobody's ever really investigated. Nobody really investigated. They say it's boring. That's what he's saying. The he gnomes think it's boring. But I, he, said, he said people would go up there and try to look, but they get bored and come back. Would they come back missing parts? Hey, maybe, maybe. I mean, the land between here and there is kind of treacherous. Uh-oh. So all those little robot animals out there, like those little panthers? Robot panthers. Yeah, you... Those clockwork panthers, I just... We might be too drunk to be having this conversation. It's like a squirrel. I mean, they're, they're up there. Is we fought them. Clockwork, you fought. Still clockwork. Okay. I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. So, Blue Mountain. Yeah. Me anyway. Is you, where the dragon lives. You got your heart set on it. Which way Which way did the dragon go? He went out the door. Which way is the door? Is that... Which way is east? There we. Well, we got to go back out and pay our toll to... All right. Well, good luck on your endeavors. And he stands up and starts getting his stuff squared away. Yeah, so uh, we we're we're all getting ready to go, right? Everyone, so he's just gonna stand well, up. He's laying. You you still conscious? Out, did you? Yeah, I'm still conscious. Just in the meantime, I've been laying <laughs> on to stand up. What? What? Get up! You've regained your feet at this point. And then we gotta drag. One foot at a time, but it's gonna, I'm gonna get up and I'm going to the Maybe bar. Maybe I can put him over my back. We'll see. I I can't even pick up a barbarian when I'm. I, I can't I even tripped pick over him, kick him in the head. Yeah, this is turning to a right uh, shit show here. <laughs> Good luck to you. Thanks. Val will grab an arm, and I'll grab another arm. And we'll drag him out. Rex, you I'm go tile or you get the money, pay the tab. We're gonna we're gonna take Grom out of here. Rex, you gather your things up. Yeah. All right. Well, you gather up two blue potions, a black potion, and a purple potion. Also, a book. And as you pick up the book, you take in the cover of the leather-bound tome, and you see that the title is written in a flowing script in a language that you do not comprehend. There is, however, a common translation that declares the path to sight. Rounding out the information on the cover, you see that this particular work has been penned by someone named Dulius. Can't read, so I hope you were listening to that. Because I'm going to ask you later on what this book's about. Dulius. Head by Julius. It's about shadows. You wouldn't want to read it. Make you sneaky. And we're going to kill dragons. I don't want to kill my own kind. Me and the blue dragon be friends. As you guys are all stumbling over yourselves, Tylodor approaches. I still have just a necklace in my hand. Since we were talking last, I just haven't put it away. She looks at it. Hey, Tylodor, uh, I think we're... You you have a place for us to stay tonight? Uh, yeah. Uh, There's a... Place across the way called the Drunken Slug Inn or something like that. Uh, you you look like you have your hands full. Can I oh, yeah. help you with some of that? 
and I reach for a potion. Oh, that's, no. Wait, you want a potion? No, I'm just trying to help you gather your... Uh, uh, this is all yours? Yeah, this is all my stuff. Here, here. let me Ooh. take that from you. And I'll take the necklace from him. I'll take, let her take it. You gather up that stuff. All right, and I'll take whatever she doesn't take. And I let him shove everything else in his pack. So is the drunken people that down outside? We just are we good to go? Did you pay for us? I did. All right. Well, you uh, racked up quite the tab. Nah, he is. Where's Grom? Are you dragging him yet? Or? No, we have him over our shoulders. Oh, you picked him up. I, I we, thought we, we grabbed him by an arm, and we, we were just got him by an arm, so we're like probably. Oh, yeah. Okay, if you picked him up, let's have another athletics roll. It was about to be a weekend oh, of Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, twenty. I got my sixteen. I'm... No problem. You got him up. Burn. Okay, weekend at Bernie's. Guy. We got you. <laughs> Patting him on his back. I'm not used to being the short. Here's him. I look at him. He can't even stay awake. All right. Well, if you're done with your fun gambling chaos, what have you, we should go. Yes, let's go. I'm tired. That's a great idea. All right. And she steers you all through the tiny door. I should get out of here before one of these drunks steps on my tail. It is a mighty fine tail as I'm trying to grab it. Would you stop that? Roll sleight of hand. 16. Yep, you grab a hold of his tail. I want to see if I can uh, kind of whip it out of its hand and then, like, kind of lightly whip him in the butt with it. All right, roll attack. So would I be proficient with my tail? You're a monk, so yes. 19. With a 19, yeah, you grab his tail in a playful manner, and he jerks out of your hand, and next thing you know, you hear, you feel a whoop on your oh. backside. Oh, damn you, Marable Near. <laughs> All right, warm enough, fellow up to that. enough grab ass. Let's get out of here. I plan on going through the door that makes me my normal size again, but you can go out that door if you want. No, I'm go- I want to go out the normal door. I'm sick of being small. I want to be big again. Brax, yeah, I was gonna- I'm going to pay. So you all stumble into the-, the room there. There is a rune that is moving in an arcane fashion on the floor. And there is a coin slot on the wall. Scrawled in decent penmanship below five silver. You, you all get in the room at the same time. I step up and put five silver in the slot. And then... Mirabelnir, you have regained your original size. When did you get smaller? You dropped half of Grom. Oh. Just just don't move, Mirabelnir. We get big again. Don't step on us. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> stay, stay right, right here. At the door to the outside, go... Mm-hmm. Opens. No, wait. Do I need to leave now? I think that's your cue. But leave Grom. Drop him. Um. Yeah, maybe you should step outside. Okay, I'll step outside. And I go outside. You step outside and you see Mr. Snugglebottoms out there where you left. Snugglebottoms! <laughs> Gives you a kind of a where have you been type of stare. It's good to see you again, buddy. I've missed you. Alright, Talor deposits another five silver and. Rex. Back to normal size. Wait, can I. Hear me out. What if I stay in here and do it again? How big can I get? <sighs> v, what do you think about it? it sounds right, nice, right, but just, I think it's time for you to step just, outside. I'll just leave. I'll just leave. <laughs> All right. Tylor is now normal size. Uh, can I trust the two of you to get you out of here? Yes. Okay. Well, just stay by the door, because if Grom gets big first, I'm going to need you to drag him out. Okay. Okay. You don't have any silver? 
No. <laughs> roll deception. Uh, 13. Tyler, roll insight. 15. Yeah, you got silver. I'll see you outside. Damn. You grow big. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I walk out and I leave one foot planted by the door. Is the cash? Is the little thing just by the door? He wanted to be a small anyways. Just bring him with us. He doesn't need to be big. We'll pay him for him later. Nah, I don't. Well, I don't trust that. So is the the little coin slot right by the door? No, you can't reach it from where you are. Damn. Tyler, Lord, what do we what do we do with this guy? He's he's passed out. <sighs> Should, should we try to wake him up? Yeah, I think we should. Oh, sh- really? You're yeah. Not- oh, it's gonna and make at this him- point the front door swings closed. My my foot's in it. Yeah. Well, big giant dragon now. Okay. All right. Do you move? I moved. I don't trust you. <laughs> I'll just sleep it off in here. I need a foot at the end of the night. Looks like you guys don't need a room for me. What do we do, guys? So the door's closed right now? What's yeah. we, sh- we should open the little door and yell in for the bartender. He might know what oh, to do. Yeah. I'm going to walk over to the little door, open it, stick my head in. Uh, bartender. We, DeVito. DeVito, we have a problem. <sighs> so close. Okay, he walks over. Start to, to, to. And what does your what is your problem? Our our party member is passed out in the grow big again room. Uh-huh. And if we give you five silver, can you toss in the machine, the coin slot for him? Uh, yeah, give it here. So I hand him five silver. One moment. The door closes in your face. And then after a good 30 seconds, he gets to the point where you're starting to wonder what's happening. The front door opens. And there's Grom laying, snoozing peacefully, his normal size. I'm going to reach in. We grab each foot we pull him out. You still want me to wake him up? No, we're good. All right. I was offering. Good, Brax. You just... I'll take us... uh, Where are we going? We're going across the street to the... Drunken Slug in. The Drunken Slug in, yes. Yeah, you slug. Away we go. Do I see a slug post anywhere with like a, a slug on it? Yeah, well, it's not an actual slug, but right, it's I'll make a an picture. S-line to that building. Come on, the Snuggle Bottoms. It's time to go to sleep. Brax is walking in cursive. Oh, wait, where's Chip? Chip and uh, Bojack are tied up back over. Oh, yeah, okay. We probably should go grab them. I got, I'll get the horses. You get this guy. Okay. All right. In the interest of moving things along, I'll say that you managed to wrangle your horses and the carriage over to the drunken slug. So Tyler negotiates uh, stable fees, a uh, place to put the cart, in the bar tab that she just paid, and in the drunken state you are all in, she gets one room and puts Grom in it. And occupies that bed with him, and the rest of you are left too. There's a chair and a floor. I, I, I call the floor. This is bullshit because of him, the bar tab, <laughs> and he gets to sleep in the bed. Now I'm gonna sleep on the floor too. Just don't step on my tail. That's all I ask. I got first wash here, guys. And with that, you all pass out. I hope that squirrel's well-behaved. The evening passes, and you all come to at probably about probably about 9 or 10 in the morning. We roll for hangover? You're all, you're all hungover, but we'll roll to see how bad the hangover is. 
Four. 18. 17. 15. So you all have a pretty good hangover. But Miramilnir is like, oh my god, what happened to me last night hangover? Uh, uh, hey, Miramilnir, how are you feeling this morning? <laughs> I remember my first time. I don't even remember getting here. I remember Yag. You can thank your friends for that, and also me. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you, too. Tyler, Laura, I'm sorry. I lost the money you gave me. I know, I saw. It's okay. Did you have fun? No. No. Well, that's too bad. This is not worth it. We just gotta wait. Wait until, like, five o'clock or so, and you might think different. Just... I bet it's a lot for you like when my eyes were black. (laughs) That sun was a murderer. The sun hurts. I wish it was darker in here. The curtains are drawn. I'm going to spend two key points and cast darkness. (laughs) Or what's the manifestation of that? A 50-foot radius sphere. Darkness spreads around corners. Okay. At that point, the entire room goes dark. Well, we're dead. Me, I'm blind. Damn it, I can't. Molly. Did you do that? I I did. All right, I'm going to start looking for the door. You've got a lot of secrets. Fine, fine, I'll stop it, but Actually, I like this better. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm going to break concentration. and Your vision comes back. It's a little bit accosting because it's all of a sudden light after pure darkness. It's going to be a long day. Hey, what all happened last night? Well... It looks like you made some friends. My my head is filled with all kinds of crazy ideas and tales. Well, we met a, met a dragon last night, right? I arm wrestled a dragon last night. You beat him? No. No. Well, that song about all those artifacts. I can't stop thinking about it. Something that stuck out to me. Well, never mind. What was it? Yeah, well... It seems the artifacts were a thing, but it's like the relationship with the shadow at the end may have been more important. I don't know. I might have been a little too drunk to pick that up. Did any of you follow all of that? I remember hearing about some gateways. And at that point you see Tyler kind of sinking on herself just a little bit more. I can't hardly remember anything. It feels like somebody just Use their breath weapon in my ear. Well, what do y'all want to do today? You need some breakfast. I'll go start getting supplies and I'll fix breakfast for everybody. I think they might serve breakfast here. Oh, that's much better. What does this, this book say? Oh, you got a book? You got a stupid book when betting last night. Look <laughs> at all these cool potions in this stupid book. I don't know. Books seem pretty awesome. My friend Gotarth has been, or had been, teaching me about them. Valryl, taking in the cover of Leatherbound Tome, you see that the title is written in a flowing script in a language you do not comprehend. There is, however, a common translation that declares the path to sight. Rounding out the information on the cover, you see that this particular work has been penned by someone named Dulius. Grom, do you take a look at that book? Aye, I'll take a look at it. As you look at the cover, you recognize the language in which the title is penned. Not only do you recognize the language, but the penmanship as well. Glancing at the byline below the title, you are unsurprised to see the name Dulius gracing the cover. Given that, you are confident that the title proper is written Celestial, but thankfully a subtitle in common also communicates the book's appellation, The Path to Sight. 
I've seen this before. They called it, I think it was Celestial. I don't know anybody that can read it, though. The whole book, is it all Celestial? The script is the same. Well, I guess you give him the book because he understands it. What do, you, what do you remember about the book? Well, here's a question for you. I haven't done any writing, but is it normal for them all to look the same? I think I've seen this particular style before in another book. Another one that I found with a dead egg endercon. Oh, I forgot his name. Do you remember it? It was Lord something. Yeah, one of the... Lord... I can't remember. Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. That was it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they all kind of look the same to me. Can you read it? Grom? They all kind of look the same to you. It's just a book. He's got all the Agendracon. Oh <laughs> no! Oh, the book. I don't know. I know it's valuable. Really? Why? Well, I I couldn't tell you why. Why it's valuable, or why I know they're valuable. Do you understand the book? Can you read it? No, not a bit. Do you know anybody that can? No, I don't. Well, I bet our dragon friend could. Had the guy who gave it to us. Who'd you get it from? A bookie. Uh, or Reedy. I can't remember his name. I bet he can read it. Oh, yeah. Didn't he seem upset when you won it? Did you win oh, the yeah. potion I had? Which one? Which potion? That black one. Yeah, I got the black potion. Uh, thank goodness. If you drink that, you can read it. Wait, but I thought I had a blue potion that did that. Oh, yes. Wait a second. What are you trying Wait, to Wait, the black one was protection. Never mind. There's the blue one. Yeah, read it. All right, as you look at the potions that you've acquired... Let's roll Knowledge Arcana. It's a seven. Roll it three more times. Eleven. A two. A two. Well, you were not that good at identifying potions. This one's mine, the original blue. I remember that color. Uh, That one, you're convinced, is a potion of comprehend languages, because that's what you've been told from the start. We'll put the other two on the black one and say that that's a protection from something. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I know about it. With a seven, you know that the purple potion has something to do with mental things and the way people think. This is my brain potion. And with the eleven, you know it's a potion of. Wait, I think I can get. I think I can get some type of knowledge from this, but I'm not quite sure what. Y'all's dice suck. Yeah, they're really bad. Well, see, okay. The thing is about, I don't really, I don't want to read this book. So, uh, if somebody else wants to, though, I, I'll, I'll give you the book to read. And I'll give you the potion, too, because I, I, I don't want to read the book. I'll be honest. I've never seen anybody drink a potion besides a healing potion. I'd try it. I'll drink, I'll drink the other blue one if you drink that, if you drink the reedy blue one. Cheers. Let's do it. Here's the growing a tail. All right, you pwned the blue potions. For the next hour, Brax, you draw on the knowledge from spirits of the past. Choose one skill in which you lack proficiency, and for the spell's duration, which is one hour, you have proficiency in that chosen skill. Oh, man. That was a potion of borrowed knowledge. kind of want to take Arcana, because I have a negative one in intelligence, and I feel like that would be... I think that'll do it. I'll do that. It'd help you learn more about the other potions. That just seems like that'd be... I'd let you re-roll on that one if you wanted to boost your arcana. All right, in the meantime... I feel that influx of like, oh, I know... Yeah, once you drink it, you know exactly what happened. 
Well, I'm going to grab that book immediately and start. All right. I'm going to go get some breakfast, and I'll bring it back here. In the meantime, you guys sort out whatever you got going on here. Get get me a big plate, because I am starving. Please. Um, so you applied it to your arcana? Yep. What do you want to do with so, that? So, all that happened, I'm going to turn around. V, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be right back, okay? Where are you going? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the woods real quick. I'll be back, okay? By yourself. You can come with me if you want. But do, we gotta... do you want me to come with you? Or you... Yeah, let's go. Let's right. go. Uh, I'll be right I'll... back. We'll be right back. I'll be reading this. I'm assuming wait till Tyler gets out the door, down a ways, and then out you go. Mm-hmm. Grom, you are focused on your book. Mirmelnir, you are focused on the fact that it is dark. It's so nice. So this is over the course of the next hour. As you parse your way through the book, you are presented initially with a third-person story about a girl named Uthri. What sticks out to you initially is that the societal backdrop of this story implies that dragons were plentiful and had the ability, as well as the propensity, to manifest as bipedal humanoids. The narrative also presents Uthri's station as a slave to an individual dragon, color undisclosed and name withheld, at least at this point. The language of the story, however, takes a nonchalant voice towards the situation, implying that the social contract in place within this society views slavery as overall accepted and not to be taken as negative. As the story progresses, it is made apparent that certain types of dragons have a higher propensity to mistreat their slaves, which thankfully is perceived as immoral. The story follows, whom you assume to be the protagonist, Uthri, through her day-to-day doings, establishing what is commonly accepted within the nature of the presented society until the first conflict arises where she is harassed by a handful of red dragons during a trip to the market, again existing in humanoid form. She is sufficiently brutalized as well as humiliated, and on the cusp of being the recipient of a fatal strike, she is rescued by another of her kin by the name of Trask. The nature of her rescue involves a fair amount of magic, the nature of which is portrayed as extremely uncommon, and in due course, Uthri inquires as to its nature. And it is as Trask is beginning to explain, once he derives his power, that the time constraint of your potion exerts itself, and the text reverts back to the flowing cursive flare of Dulius' hand, unfortunately communicating in fluent celestial. Damn it! That was getting good! How far in did I make it in this book? Yeah, you got plenty left. Sweet. And Trask was another human. Uh, another one of Uthri's kind. Oh. Uthri was an Agendracon. I never said what they were. I know what they are. Other than slaves to dragons. Grom's been seeing a thing or two. All right, let's cut to Brax and Velro. All right, V, let's go, let's go with the horses real quick. Okay. Let's have a stealth roll from the two of you, because I'm assuming you don't want Tylor to know you went out that way. Roll high. 22. Got 11. Hey, okay. We're going this way. Pretty sure I remember leaving the horses over here. Okay. Where are you guys going? Oh. We ain't going no, well. I was just, uh, you know, I just, I took that potion and I feel like I need to go to the woods. Uh, just, I just got this feeling. Uh, you ever get that feeling? You just got to go to the woods sometime? We'll be right back. That's weird. I'm, you tell, I, I drank the potion. You're telling me. It's, I'm, I feel. I'm only going with them to make sure nothing bad I'm happens. I'm just kind of slowly backing up. I'll, I'll, we'll be right back, though. We'll be right, right back. Right back. Persuasion. I'm going to let you both roll with advantage because you're helping each other. That's at a 19. Promise. We're going to be right back. Uh, in like an hour max. 
Okay. Do you guys still want breakfast? Yes. We're very hungry. We love breakfast. That's why we said we'll be back in about an hour. Okay. I feel like I got to get going, though. So I'll, I'll see you later. And I'll just start walking away. I'll give them a sharp, sharp, hard stare. And then I'll continue on my way. Yeah. How close is like a runaway to a, like a, a spot I could hide in the woods? Well, you're in the middle of town. So it's a good amount of ways before you hit tree line. Uh, probably a quarter mile. Take the horses? Yeah. Oh, All right, yeah. so you walk into the stable, and there's a stable hand. I said, oh, hey, what can I do for you? Oh, um, uh, uh, where's our saddles at? A little blonde-haired gnome. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Um, mm. For Chip, where's our... Chip. I, yeah, I brought him in here last night. Uh, uh, hey, Chip. Uh, Chip. <laughs> oh, hey, Chip. Right that there. one? Yeah, that one? Bojack. Okay, the one next to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, your saddles are on the... Saddle okay, holders perfect. right thank, next thank to the. You. I don't know that we have time v, to get these all saddled up. So can I can I help? No, we're we're good. We just we'll watch our saddles. I just, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Make sure no one takes our saddles. <laughs> right. Well, that's what you paid for. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. V, get get the stone, V. Get the get the stone. Okay. And then I'm gonna get mine, and we're we'll be right back. Oh, I can <laughs> right back. I know what you're up to. <laughs> Grab the stone. Grab the stone and take off. <laughs> We'll be right back. I promise. Uh, uh, I'm, I'll get you a tip when we come back. And I'm, I'm going to start running to the woods. Uh, okay. V, hurry up. <laughs> Run. All right. So what did you grab out of the saddlebags? Just the... The stones. Yeah. Nothing suspicious. Nothing suspicious. <laughs> <didn't> say that. <laughs> There's nothing underhanded going on here. The blue and purple stone. Yeah. These are not the rogues you're looking for. I've been looking at the purple one, I think. Okay, so you walk out of the stables. You see a handful of, of gnomes going about their business, but for the most part, none of them seem to be paying you any mind. So really, I'm looking for uh, anywhere. I don't think anybody would see me. Preferably, I, I would prefer the woods, but if it's too far away, then yeah, I'd take an alley if that's... Well, it's very, it is a small town, so it doesn't take much to get out. You can find a tree line, I'll say about a quarter mile away. Just headed there. Uh, all right, so V, here's the thing: is I uh, uh, on the walk there. Um, I took that potion. I feel like I could. I know magic, man. I feel like I just like understand magic right now. Uh, I've never felt that way before, really. Don't really feel like I understand a lot of things, honestly. But I feel like if I look at these stones right now, there's a good chance I'll actually be able to like unlock whatever the whatever these things are. All right, let's let's do this. Or you do it. I'll sit oh, yeah. here and watch. <laughs> you gotta make sure. Make sure yeah, they don't I'll, see I'll watch. And look around and see if Tyler Lore is looking. I kind of go us back to the tree that. line and just kind of hang there. After that conversation, you do make it to the tree line. Imagine you go a ways into a, a place where you feel concealed. Valroy, you said you hang back at the tree line. Yeah, just okay. kind of roll me a perception. Nine. You're more than confident that uh, nobody's followed you and nobody's observing your actions. Brax, you move into the woods. It's hilly ground. You're in the foothills to some mountains, and so there are ups and downs. You find a little alcove where you feel comfortable sitting down and focusing on something else, trusting your friend Valryl to warn you if anything untoward comes up. So what would you like to do? do? I'd like to just focus as much as I can on the purple stone and like unlock the mysteries of it as much as possible. Okay, so I have a negative one in intelligence, so plus two, so 14. Okay, so 14. With the 14, you focus, and you've worked on it before, and so you reach out, and you touch that unfamiliar power, electricity, and you're not quite sure what it is, but you tap into what it is, even though you don't understand it, quickly. And you focus, and you try to understand, and then it sucks you in. 
and there's an initial, wait, no, don't, no. But then you realize, no, I got, this potion has empowered me. I'm going to let it go. And then you give yourself over to it. And we will come back to you in just a minute. Mirmelner, anything? I'm holding the pillow over my eyes and ears, trying to make the pain go away. About a half hour into your studies, Grom, Tylor comes back in. I set a plate down in front of Grom. I'm sorry, I, I just can't talk right now. I, oh, this book is amazing. We've got to discuss me learning how to read later. It's okay if the food is cold. Hey, Molly, did they say anything to you? N- no. I figured they had to use the restroom or something. Yeah, I don't know. I ran into them downstairs and... They were acting weird again. They're always kind of weird. I just can't shake this feeling like they're like they're up to something. Well, you wouldn't believe what this book is about. Both of you roll perception with disadvantage. 11. 13. All right. You notice that there's a particular necklace with a ruby hanging off of it, intertwined with her fingers as she's pulling out food and talking to you. I'm just going to look at Grom and think, isn't that Gwendolyth? <laughs> that makes sense. I'm just hoping it goes through clear. What the hell would I do about this? Am I a terrible ex-husband if I just want to read my book? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, woman. If you're making choices, go ahead and make them. Give me this hour. That's all I'm asking. Especially once the book hooked your attention. I think it's just shuffling to the back. She's going to do what she's going to do. So you continue reading. I'm all in on this Uthrachic. Brax, you come to, not realizing you have lost focus, but you come to realizing that this stone has sucked you in once more. But you come out the other side realizing that there's something about this that taps into the illusion domain of magic, and it's different. You've learned in your studies that... You can cast an illusion spell, but the power that you tap into to do so is very different than what this stone provides. And it's very unfamiliar, and you feel like you are not one step, but even just a half a step away from unlocking its power and being able to take advantage of that. You say it just feels raw? Yes. How much time was that? I'm going to say about 45 minutes. And it's just to the point where Valrel is like, it's enough time, well, you can decide how much time has passed before you start to get a little bit concerned about your buddy. Brax, you doing all right over there? Can you hear me? That noise is what breaks you out and brings you back. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I can, I can hear, uh, I can hear you. I can hear you. Uh. What would you find out? Oh, man, this, this thing is just, it's just, it's just raw, man. I don't. What does the stone do? I don't know what it can totally do, but I know that Oh man, this is this can make th- you see things like illusions and, and all sorts of different things. Uh, I don't know. It, it is just it's like nothing I've used before or even heard of. Did you want to try the blue stone? Did you got time for that? Well, how, how long was I? How how long have we been here? About 40, 45 minutes, I think. If I had to guess. Well, might as well try it, right? Let's yeah, let's try it out. I'll try so, it. So I hand him the blue stone, and I'll start to look at that guy. Roll that with advantage. Uh, Twelve. What? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I switched dice. I mean, I, I don't... That was an advantage? Here, let's see. Don't let, You shouldn't let me have your dice. Why'd you let me touch it? That's so bad. 
One. <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, twelve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's blue. Give me the jail dice back. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need. <laughs> the jail dice. Been in there for too long. Maybe it'll be grateful to be out. I will let you re-roll with the jail dice. The but this dice is grateful deep. to be out. I just want to set that as precedence. It's so grateful to be out. It would never let you down. It will not wrong you again. So this is the dice that killed that gain, and we're holding that gain's stone. So we'll see how mad that gain's. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's see if it missed him. Oh. It was with advantage. <laughs> seven, no nine on it. It was with advantage. Oh, an advantage? Right? Said, yeah. I did say right. advantage, yep. It just did that to be suspenseful. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> Give me that stone back. Keep that worthy. Yeah, I got that one. It wasn't going to let us. As Brax focuses on that blue stone with his 12 arcana roll. Big hitter. Everybody tell me what you're thinking about right now, except Brax. I've got to learn how to read this celestial. These books, they're not as bad as I thought. Uh, something just make the pain go away. I wish Brax would just hurry up with these stones. Uh, I really hope they're not going to try and screw us over. That's actually what you get. You have an influx of all these thoughts on top of each other. And then you're snapped back to reality. Oh, geez, that was, uh, that was, that was like when Miramilnir talks in my head there. That was, that was weird. So you're saying it's kind of like a mind reading stone? Like, you can hear people? Oh, man, I could hear everybody. Like, everybody. Also, I would like you to roll me 1d4, please. That's a one. Good for you. Because as all of these thoughts happen at once, as you focus into the stone and back at you, you take one psychic damage. Ah, oh, man, I just, that is not, there's like a, I don't know if that was the stone or the drinking. I got to, we should go get some food, man. I'm. Let's get out of here. Let's hurry back. Let's put these stones back in the saddlebags and let's go eat breakfast. All right. Oh, shoot. Do we have a tip for that? that... I I got, I give him okay. a, a gold. So we head back to the stables. Walk in. That little blonde-haired gnome sees you come in and says, like, I told you we'd be right back. I, I just flip him a, a gold, one gold to him. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for watching our stuff. He's going to keep watching it, though, right, until we come back for it later. Again. Yeah. You'll have one more. Take care of you. You scratch the, you know, Chip and Bojack, they like a little little scratch between the eyes every once in a while. So. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay. Yeah. Give him some love. Okay. Put the stuff back in the saddlebags and go back towards the room. You're right back at the room. Oh, there you are. Well, hey, hey, you got you got the food here and everything ready? I did. Well, thank you very much. I'm just going to sit down and start to eat. That was so kind of you. I'm, I'm starving. It's not bad cold either. Well, how cold is it? I just finished my cold meal. How was your potion? Oh, man. It was uh, it was, it was was real good until the end, and I got this just a, a spike of headache. Uh, I don't know. It was... What did it do? Oh, uh, you know, it just it just made me feel in touch with nature, and well, I was just in nature, and it was it was it was good. Sense motive. World deception. Nineteen. Well, that's awesome. I'm just excited for you. I I imagine uh, it was probably like those those herbs that you gave me on here over there. It was it was uh, pretty good. Well, this thing was nothing like that. I'm holding up the little vial. I want to get more of that. This celestial. Well, it's fun. I'd never read a book before. That was a really good time. I think it's a history book. I think it's from before the war. Leading up to the war. It's about a Nagendrakan girl who gets beaten by a bunch of red dragons in human form. 
I guess all kinds of dragons were just everywhere. And they could all walk around looking like people. I knew that Ganolf was a dragon. And then she was rescued by a friend of hers. Maybe not a friend, but another Agendracon. It was just getting good. And he had all kinds of magic. I think it's that power of chaos. I'm excited to read more, but right when it was getting to the good part. I just couldn't read it anymore. But I've never seen anything like that. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. You never read before? You... Ah, no. I mean, my tribe does pictures and some runes, but nothing like this. It shapes such a story. It was so detailed. It was like I was there. I could picture all of it. I need to learn how to read. Well, yeah, you make it not sound so bad, but I think it's just boring. Like you said, it's just history. It wasn't. It was exciting. But that's all right. You don't have to believe me. But I'm going to learn to finish this book. But if you find any more of these potions, grab it for me, would you? Yeah, if I get some blue ones, I'll, give, I'll bring them to you. I've marked my spot. That's exciting. <laughs> Where'd Tyler go? I'm right here. Oh, there you are. Has this guy moved at all? No. But he snores like a train. Well, she brought food, so he may have responded to that. I've been holding the pillow over my eyes and just shoveling in handfuls of food. <laughs> what the hell's a train? Never mind. Do we still see Tylor clutching the blood ruby? Uh, roll perception. 17. 24. So I have 22, actually. 18. You all see a little leather band across her middle finger in her closed fist. Tylor, what do you got right there? Um, in your, your nothing, other hand. I think. No, the other hand, the leather band. What do you got? Nothing. Something. Why, I mean, why? It's, it's something. Why are you grasping it so tight? Roll sense motive. She got a 19 on deception, so I got a 2 on the dice. So that'd be a 19 for me. Um, we should probably roll again. 19. 19. Seriously. 16. 17. So, there's a store in town, I guess. Well, I guess the question is, you guys want to go do some shopping before we go running around hunting for Medlock? I mean, we're here. We might as well. Do we need to go talk to that young lady again? Mm-hmm. I just nod my head. <laughs> Are you able to talk to anybody? Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm being so loud. And with Grom yelling, I'm going to cast silence. <laughs> A 20-foot radius of silence. (laughs) You see what looks like a great mirthful laugh in silence. And I'll make make for the door. Yeah, I'm going to open my eyes, squint my eyes real hard, and then I'm just going to slowly stand up and just ever so slowly start making my way towards the door. Are you going to check out the town? Hey, want me to look for anything for you? Uh, I don't think so, but if you find something for yourself, take these. Ha! Deal! I'll hand him four gems. What flavor are they? Uh, various colors. Well, can I get something, too? I was just, it was a joke. I'm, I'm, I'll leave right now. I'll just I'll leave the room. <laughs> He's got the money. I'm going to lean back in before I step out. Uh, what should I expect these to be worth? I don't want to just give them away. I grab his hand and I pull him in. I... If you can replace your eye, I really think you should. I'll think about it. These are worth about 300 apiece. <laughs> Little gasp. <laughs> I'll try to keep it hidden. Roll deception. Roll perception. Seven. Fifteen. So Valroy, you see Tylor draw Grom in closer and they say something to each other and you see him and then calm back down. 
and she kisses him and they part ways are you okay with that kiss i'm processing did you kiss her back oh she kissed me on the lips Uh uh-huh oh goodness yeah i'll kiss her back i guess she likes me they walk to the door she must she gave me a damn fortune let's go be irresponsible i heard that (laughs) well she did like me you shouldn't have gave it to me so the town you exit the inn you see the two taverns that you were somewhat familiar with one more than the other you see a general store across the way uh you see a smith down the way and you see another building that has a sign a large sign you're not quite sure how to make out is that our clockworks oh that must be the artificer's shop and past that you see the the baker the butcher the candlestick maker what color are these stones that i have uh various colors nothing as deep as the blood color of the blood rubies that you are so familiar do they with. hold anything or are they just gems they're just gems they're money and i've seen them hand off right or no roll perception 20 what are you gonna do with those gems you got gems tyler handing them gems yeah, no i'll put them in my pouch how much are those worth I don't know. Let's go find out. Let's go to that clock place over there. Unless, unless me and Money wants to go over to the forge and hear him pounding some metal. You want to do that? No, I didn't think so. We need to find that gnome. The one for talking to people far away. He's almost got full sentences. Well, let's go knock. Oh, just on people's doors? Do we know where she, oh, where back she lives? At the bar. Did she, did she say well, where she'd be? Not the Vito fella. She said she, she didn't miss much. I'm she, sure he knows where everybody's at. She said she'd be around somewhere, so I'll, we can just ask wherever we're going and oh, all right. see if they'd know. And you want to go to the, the place with the big gear on the sign, eh? Yeah, I think that's that's probably the best place to go. Well, let's go take a peek at it. Never seen a sign like that before, and so I just imagine they make all those well, the squirrel like that. I would imagine this place does good business in this town. Also, you do have a squirrel in your shoulder. Oh, that's right. <laughs> now you're saying that that squirrel just points at whatever you're trying to find. Yeah. I- think so. Before we go in, why don't you ask it where that gnome girl is you're looking for? We'll see if it knows where it's at, where she's at. Uh, okay. Or you can ask it where Nerma's at. I'm gonna look at the squirrel and ask it, where is the gnome from last night? The instant you phrase your query, it sits up straight, and then it turns... And it makes the pointer motion to the south-southeast. Is there much south-southeast from where we're standing? No. It's just kind of open road? Kind of. That's where the person you're trying to talk to is. I think this thing's broken. You just got it? Well, good thing we're going in the shop that might be able to fix that. Yeah, I I don't know. I'll, I'll try it again tomorrow and see. How many times can you ask? As many times, or... <laughs> Nerma's gonna be pissed that you broke her squirrel. Suppose I'll start strolling to the clock shop. I'm following. As you enter the shop, the sense of oil and metal encroach upon you. A gnome you recognize from the wee giant works diligently on some sort of complicated conglomeration of parts that you can't immediately recognize. On seeing you enter, she finishes the present step of her project, and upon removing her eye protection, steps towards you and acknowledges you. Oh, hello. Getting past the devil spit well enough? What can I do for you? 
I said most of us are getting past it. Mirror not doing super great over there. We're just uh, just checking out what this what you got here, really. Well, we got several things. Um, as far as the person in front of you, you see a simple brown-haired gnome dressed in functional leathers. Did we talk to this girl last night? No, you did not. She just noticed us from being yeah, there. Because you were <laughs> not. We loud were at the all. center of attention. We remember seeing her uh, in passing. She says, um, "Well, yeah, you're welcome to look around." A list of things that are available. We're open to commissions. Ah, so what do we got around here? She starts pointing out. Oh, we got an all-purpose tool. We got a clockwork ori, which is interesting. This uh, what's that? Clock of oh, the clockwork ori. It's uh, it's a, just an abstract model of somebody who thinks what the universe is. Um, no, we got a handful of things. Feel free to look around. And like I said, we're open to commissions. Do you have anything that can make somebody able to read? Mm, you might want to check with the apothecary. Oh, interesting. All right. The apothecary, the potion maker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can't make you read, but I thought he might... Teach me how to read. Well, no, I don't think... You might try the library, which has been closed for a while, so I guess I'm not... Could you make a clockwork eye? A clockwork eye? Yeah. What would you want it to see? She perks up at this. I want it to be able to make me read. Can you make me oh. an eye that can read things? As you can tell, my buddy here, he's, oh. he's missing an eye. I want to learn oh, how to read amazing. Celestial. And you don't want to study for it. Well, I mean, I will if I have to. I mean, because... But I drank a potion, and it was amazing. And I'd rather just be able to do it. Oh, an imbuement to the comprehend language imbuement. If I could take that. Are you still with us? Hang on. I can put that there. She just went all a beautiful mind on us. Bear with me. I I think I could do that. Oh, you could, could ya? Well, that sounds interesting. How much would something like that cost? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I would need that and that and that. So I put this out in the desert. That's ridiculous. But I could use that. Then I would get the potion. How far away is the desert? I pull out my little map. It's... It's, a, it's Where's the desert on here? Who drew that? <laughs> what do you mean? It looks fine. That's a tree. Oh, wait. No, that's a mountain. All right. I see what you mean. I mean, there's... I, I think I we're at the, this spot does, here. I don't think we'd... At the one that says Echinor? Oh, that's what that says. I'll draw a little thing on it. So there's a desert desert. She uses hand quotes. Desert. Uh, not too far east of here. It's it's really strange. The, the like in this squiggly part. Like a day's ride or less. Less. If you're going into the desert, though, you might want to. You, you probably don't want to take your horses. Anyway, um, so off to the east. Yeah, it'll transition a little abruptly into desert. That's really kind of ridiculous. A desert is this way. All right. But I that can read languages. That's amazing. That's awesome. You said you'd need. Something got for that. Oh, um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a, I'm just speculating here. I don't know what that means. Oh, that means I'm just thinking about something here. Oh, I. Um, so there's, there's a gland from a creature out there that would catalyze things. Do you know what the word catalyze means? It's like you're trying to speak to me. Okay, so there's a, Is there's there something I need to get? Well, if you want it to be cheaper, yes. Oh, yes. 
I would like that. Okay. Well, so keep an eye out for... Ah. <laughs> oh, is that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh, oh, now we're going to reduce there. the price. Done that was now. very offensive to my friend. Yeah, it turns out in this world that doesn't mean shit. I've kept, <laughs> I've kept my left eye out. Now what? Um, there's a, a chaosit, I guess is what they call them. A what? A chaosit, A-K-A-A-S-I-T. A chaosit? Yes. So What's that? that? Well, it's, it's a, have you ever seen a praying mantis? No. Oh. That's some kind of well, it's a clergyman bug. They have little scythes for hands, and when they put them together, it looks like they're praying. That's why they call them praying mantis. That sounds terrifying. They are terrifying, especially with a cassette, because they're um, twice the size of you. I could kill that. Well, you need it Good. alive. Good. Like your mind. Uh, no, there's a gland uh, in it that produces. I'm not quite sure how to describe what it produces, but there's a gland. If you can pull that from it, that would drastically reduce the cost. Where's the gland? Um, about here. Can you draw me a picture? I will try. If you draw me a picture... She points to her abdomen. Draw me a picture of the thing that I want to kill. I don't you know what do a that. mantis Are you serious is. about this? Um, are we talking about money down? Well, don't you need the thing? Well, I need the thing, but it's whether I go get the thing or whether you go get the thing. If you're serious about this eye that can read languages... I am. You could read celestial or just any language. I'm pretty interested in books right now. Did you I know they're amazing? I did know that they're amazing. I didn't. That's strange coming from you. It was a potion. And I, I tapped the book that's in my sticking on the top of my bag. I'm like, this thing's incredible. She looks at it. I'll pull it out for her. <laughs> she looks at it. She's like, the path to sight. Hey, that must be you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, very clever. Uh, but you can have this back. So if you bring me the gland, I feel like I could do it for 1900 well, I don't have that. But let me see if I can find a gland, and then we'll figure it out. Could you draw me a picture of that creature? Yes, I'll do and so. And an arrow to where it's at? Is anybody else thinking about anything? Well, yeah, actually, I've been thinking about this for a while. Uh, okay, this crossbow, and I'll pick up the crossbow she's got. This this here, this shoots a lot stronger than my bow does, but I don't know why. And I would just like my bow to shoot as strong or stronger than this crossbow. Okay. Um, can, may, may I see your bow for a minute? Oh, yeah, sure. She looks at it and she holds it up and whatever. And says, I feel like I could make this deliver a significant amount of force for 300. 300 gold? Yeah. Uh, what kind of gland do you need to make the price go oh, down? I, I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Um, no, this is just time and material. Oh. And I have the material and it's just, a, it's my time. Okay, uh, well, I guess, you know, I might, I might have to think about that one for a while, but what does this little wand do here? The fireworks one. Oh, it's just fun. It's, you point it and you tell it to go and it'll shoot off. You've seen fireworks before, haven't you? Oh, yeah. How, 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 how many times can you just do it? Three, three, three times a day? Oh, how much is this? It's a, um, a hundred. A hundred gold? Mm-hmm. Hey, V, do you want a firework with wand? For how much? She just she said it was a hundred gold. We don't What's have a hundred gold. Oh, we don't have a hundred gold. How much can you go down? Ninety-nine. She said ninety-nine gold. <laughs> I'll tell you what. For you, ninety-five. She likes you. What happens? Well, okay, wait. Don't you got a friends and family discount? Don't we feel like we're family right here? No. 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 <laughs> no. What if we get you a gland? 
We'd be friends then, we, though, We right? help him get the gland. You give us all a discount. We'll, we'll spread the word around Ekinaw Falls that you're the best person clockwork maker here. Not sure about Ekinaw Falls, but um, I'll tell you what. If you bring back the gland to make the eye, and I'll throw the wand in for 50 gold. Oh. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I was wondering if you knew where I could find, um, she's a kind of a darker gnome, got like a bird skull necklace on. Hmm. Clotra. Yeah. Do you know where I'd be able to find her by chance? She looks up at the sun. Um, not particularly. I'm sorry. I'm not going to disclose her personal residence this early in the that's fine. Do you know where I might be able to find her maybe later in the day if she goes somewhere? Well, she she works out of her home. Um, if you promise to wait till noon, I will go ahead and tell you where that is. That's fine. I can do that. Do you have your word? You have my word. Okay. And you can have my tail if I break it. I don't want your broken tail. Don't grab it. He'll whip you with it. Oh, maybe I do want his broken tail. Yes, you you have my word. All right, and she gives you directions to Clotra's house. So I just got to wait till midday. Was it southeast? Mm-mm. Damn squirrel. Squirrel really is broken. <laughs> Can you fix that damn squirrel on his shoulder? Oh, that's... No. May I? Yeah, go ahead. She takes it, lifts up its tail, grabs its... Oh, this is very fine work. This must be... Oh, this is XNF's work. Of course. No, there's nothing wrong with this. She hands it back. Where's where's Exynef's sh- shop at? I believe he's closed while he journeys to Akinem Falls. How much is this clock we got here? It's a pocket watch on the. It's the only clock in the whole clockwork place. Um, ten gold. Ten gold for a clock? Hmm? What does it tell time or something? What else does it do? Consistently. That's it. Just time. For twenty-four hours, you have to wind it. Man, this is this is just a, a kind of an incredible place you got here. I, I just. It's, everything just runs off of these clock parts here, huh? Um, yes, there's a little ma- a little bit of magic here and there. You do the magic? I'm d- here and there, yes. You ever uh, deal with uh, Auntie? Oh, it seems like I might have struck a sore chord there. Once. Just, just one, what what happened? Um, she helped me with something. Oh. Was it, did it turn out good? We're trying to figure out if she's a nice lady or not. And- uh, um, she's very helpful. For a price. Obviously. Sure. Do you like her? Yeah. Okay. Insight? Go for it. Uh, 23. She's not comfortable talking about Auntie. You believe that she... Something happened. And she came out the other side with what she quote-unquote wanted. Price is higher than she was expecting, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, I recently came into the ability to fly. How amazing. How much is this parachute? Oh, the parachute? Um, ooh, hundred. How much for this little bird? The songbird? Hey. Uh, fifty. I'm gonna throw uh, one of the gems on the table. Be like, we'll take that backpack for my friend, the songbird, and this wand, and the watch. She takes the gem, holds it up, looks at it. I feel like you've overpaid by forty. I counted 50, but I trust you. Deal. Actually gives you four platinum instead of 40 gold. Is that is that a common here, the, the platinum? 
I've seen a lot of that floating around this town. I just saw some the other day. Oh, you were there at the bar. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I don't know if it's common. It is now. Just currency. You don't see it too much uh, down where we're from. Mm, with these clockwork things, they, they sometimes garner a higher price. So people want to economize their money. Well, I'm going to hand one to each of you guys. They're neat. Here, now we each have one. Oh, that. Wait, what did you just hand <laughs> me? A nice platinum. platinum. This is oh, why we keep them around. About that. Where am I going to put this? I'll hold on to it for you. No, no, no. I've got, I, I've I got pockets. He's got no pockets. Look at his pants. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give it to him. <laughs> I, I got no pockets. I'll just... Here, hold this. So about that eye. I, I'm interested in it. I don't know if I can get that thing for a while. Unless you happen to know where this fella Medlock is. But he needs a quick killing before I can jaunt off. Have you heard about any crazy shenanigans out in the Red Hills? Ruby Hills. Medlock, you say? Aye. You've heard the name. <laughs> uh, perhaps. Um, more so over. Are you seriously interested in this, this eye? Aye. Would you be willing to put a third down? I don't have it. You don't have 600? I don't. Hmm. I'll come back with it. Oh, okay. Well, maybe when you decide if you want to do business, then we can talk. I do. I just don't have it. Fair. I don't have, I don't have any gold either, but uh, you did seem like you know the Medlack. Hmm. Um, what, uh, what, do you, what do you know about him? Do you know his, where he might be? Roll persuasion. That was a 16. I guess, no, I don't know where he would be. I just know that uh, periodically somebody comes into town, he hollers a lot. It's hard to miss. And he's mentioned his name. Oh, he comes here? No, not Medlack. But somebody that knows Medlack. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's that? I think his name's Daryl. 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 Ah, Daryl. I've had tanglings with that. Is he here now? She puts her hand to her ear in a obvious listening gesture and says, No. So he's loud all the time. Well, I've never heard him speak quietly. Do, do you know where Daryl lives? Where he lives? No. How often does he come to town? It's all of these questions. Well, we're very interested. I see that. Uh, how much is that information worth to you? One gold? <laughs> you gotta start low, you go high. This, you're this cute. is how it works. No, you're just cute. Was it worth to you? I don't know. Maybe it's just worth me existing peacefully. I think she's asking you out on a date. I think so. I mean, I that's what no, that was. No, 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 no. Okay, I, got, I was I wrong. Mean, I mean, I, I can dress up real nice, you know. Did I read the room wrong? <laughs> I believe you. I just... It's the golden scales. It gets to everybody. <clears throat> well, I'm going to pull out one of those gems and slide over the one gem in my platinum piece. Be like, this is what I have. But you might as well hold it. I'll lose it. For the eye? Aye. She picks up the gem and looks at it. Gets out a little monocle. This really isn't enough for me. You understand, from a business perspective, this is really isn't enough for me to get going on my part of things and wait for the gland. Right. I was just expecting you to just hold that until I got more. I see. You don't have to start on anything unless you're just fascinated by the project and want to work on it. Fair. I think I can do that. And she makes kind of a show of walking over to a wall safe and... And you said you don't know anything about this Medlack fella. Or anything about Daryl. He says it's 
I don't know, his name's Longer, but he always says, You can call me Daryl! I don't know, it's, he just hollers all the time. I do remember that about him. And for a moment, she kind of takes a step back and eyeballs you. Friend of yours? No. Friend of yours? So you don't have any problem with me killing him? And she visibly relaxes. No, absolutely not. Well, which direction does he come into town from? <laughs> Extra points for saying it's from the same direction as the desert. Oh, well, that's easier than east. No, all joking aside, I'm not sure if I've ever seen him come into town, but east seems as plausible as any other direction. Who does he deal with in town here? Oh, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. But never you. No, actually. Um, he seems to come into town procuring sundries for existence. And the only reason I bring it up is because there was one day where Butcher didn't have what he needed, and he started throwing out empty threats and dropping names, and I think that Med that Medlack was one of the names he dropped. Well, watch yourself. I don't find his threats to be empty. Hmm. Fair. I appreciate that. But hopefully, hopefully we'll put an end to those damn threats and find his Medlack friend. But I bid you day. I bid you this. Please. The eye. It's interesting to me. I would like to see that through. I hold up the book. Like, it's interesting to me, too. These things are pretty incredible. But also, if you ever come to any resolution with Daryl or Medlack, please let me know either way. Aye. I should like to know. Well, that's all I've got. I'm broke. <laughs> did, did you make a deal on the bow? Mm -mm. I don't have 300 gold. Well, yeah, I can only have, like, you know, I, I, would you be interested in just making a bow and maybe I'll come back and buy it from you? Maybe she'll trade you for one of your little bottles there. Oh, I've, I've it's got a big a, maybe. I got this black potion bottle. You want this? It protects you from something. Those potions are pretty amazing. She takes it from you and looks at it. Takes a... I could go 150 on the bow. Oh, you know... Let me go check around and see what people say this is worth, because I don't know how this works, and I'm thinking maybe this is worth a little bit more than what you're saying, so... Roll insight. 20. With the 20, the smile on her face, you recognize it as, you go ahead and do that. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna do that. Also, I will throw out there that uh, Tyler Lore gave those gems out, kind of as a, everybody go shopping. Shouldn't have given me two green ones. Fair. <laughs> That was a poor call. Let's leave that up to the dice. Leave it to the dice, because it'll make a drastic difference here. All right. What's What color was the gem that you spent? Red. What are, what are the odds we're shooting on here? So I will say that one of those is definitely green. Let's do a one on a D6. Okay. So here's the first gem. It is purple. Then I would have put down two gems for the 600 to start that. So one more gem would be gone. And then I would have just offered the other one up to the group. So she's talking about, so so no on the bow? Oh, okay. Uh, what is this? What about this? What is this purple? What do you think about this purple potion? She takes the purple potion, does the same thing. I think we could have a deal. Which is the purple one? No, both. With both? How about, okay. So I like potions because they're fun sometimes. How about we do this is, is I'll leave these here with you. And then when we come back, if I don't have, I'll, I'll try, I'll try to have your 300 gold. And if I, if I can get it, I'll get those potions back and the bow. Roll another insight. 13. 
you pick up that once you've introduced that purple potion, you feel like she might feel that it's worth a little bit more than 150, so she's trying to steer that deal so that she comes out better on the other side. Well, maybe, you know what? I think I'll do the original thought, and I'll just... Uh, I'll have these these potions looked at at the at the that potion shop down down the street and see what what can be done there and and uh, that way because you know we don't want to we don't even know what these things are so wait how about this um, the purple one plus a hundred for the bow well see now now I really want to see I want to see what somebody else says people start jumping on stuff like that it makes me it makes me curious fair. I think that I just got to go talk to some other people and I'll come back. That's, yeah. Do you want to put a deposit down on the boat? I'll leave this black potion as a minor deposit. That works. I think that will work. All right, cool. I'll do that. And that, that means you just start working on it? Mm-hmm. And how long do you think it'll take you to, to make both the, the eyeball and the, the bow? Well, I'm going to need a little bit more before I commit to making the eye. I thought you were doing that for funsies, and then it was just going to be a bonus that he was buying it. No, I needed a little bit more down on the, on the eye. We can also go talk to Dermalair. Oh, he's very good. Was that? That's the Durf? My Durfin friend. What do you guys want? This place is so cool. I bet you could have another squirrel buddy. I don't need another squirrel buddy. Hey, Grom. Hey, Hi. Hand him the backpack. Put this on. I'll put it on. All right, so we're commissioning the bow. Oh, yes, please, yeah. Okay, I need at least five days if I'm under pressure. Okay, that that that's, that should be fine. Okay, and by then you'll be back with the gland or more money and we can start on the eye. Where's the glands at again? Oh, there's a desert creature out there that's... Okay. Good luck. We got the drawing from you? Right, I will work that up. Um, you have a... It'll probably take me about a half hour to... Well, how good of a drawing do you want? Well, you wanted to go talk to somebody about that other potion and then come back? Yeah, I'd like to do that. What's that backpack do that you got there? I don't know. We'll be So, yeah, we'll be back. Okay. Mermelier wanted it. I didn't know he wanted me to wear it. What does it do? It's a parachute. It's like you're trying to speak to me. I don't speak celestial yet. In the event that I drop you... It will keep you from dying. I sense some heavy foreshadowing here. Why is he gonna, why are you going to drop me? I would like to fly up and get a look around, and I am going to take you with me. All right. Um, how exactly is this thing supposed to not let me die? I'm going to look over at the lady. Can you run him and me through how this backpack works? Exactly. Um, yes, if you're falling, you, that, that handle that's on the front, by, the, by, your, by your left strap. Hey. Just give that a good tug. Don't do it now. Oh, you almost missed it there. I just pull this. If you're falling. And then what happens? I stop falling. No, you fall at a much slower rate. I've seen that done before. It's not magical, it's mechanical. So I turn into an automaton. Sure. I want, I want that backpack. How much was that? It was a hundred gold. So anytime I pull this handle, don't do it now. I stop falling. You slow. I slow falling. How long until he becomes a human again? Uh, when he hits the ground. 
Well, all right. I'll try it out. You go get that potion checked out and let me know what you want to do. All right. I will. Thank you. Bye. He's pushing us out the door. Hey, V, we forgot to do this, and I hold out the bag of mini, mini tricks. I meant to ask you about that while we were over at the, the bar. It's like totally spaced it. That would have been cool. Mini bears and owls. And... Yeah, go for it. All right, here we go. I wonder if you could have traded a bear for your bow. Oh, oh there's a four. <laughs> Are you thinking of a goat when you pulled that thing out of there? <laughs> My head's still kind of foggy from last night, but sure. <laughs> what are you going to do with your goat today? Have him follow us. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we need it. I'm just wearing a parachute? This is so strange. Okay, Grom. Come here. Well, I'd like to head back to give her this bird. But if you want to drop me, I suppose we could try that first. Do you want to fly over there? That'd be Clearly. super cool. <laughs> All right. And then you can hand her the bird. She's going to be super impressed. You want to shoot not. fireworks while you fall from the sky, too? I don't know what a firework is. This little stick thing you got me. How do I use it? Oh, shoot. I did not ask her how to use it. You guys are familiar with wands. You just put your willpower into it and shoot it off. Kind of just climb on and hold on to my back, climb I guess. Climb on your back? I only weigh 150 pounds. Um, and then I'm going to uh, get a focus inward, and my wings are there, and... I'm going to try to take off to see if I can even lift Grom with my Roll athletics. Oh boy. 27. Wings explode. Miramilnir leaps to the heavens. I'm hanging on. Or I'm trying to. Fuck, I'll roll. Yeah, I'm hungover. I would roll just for the fact that I'm hungover. 17. Brax and Valryl see Grom and Miramilnir talking to each other quietly about something. And then you get out of the shop and you see Miramilnir turn set himself... And Grom kind of come up to his back, and is he giving a massage? What's going on here? And you hear Miramon say, ready? You hear Grom say, hi. And just explode into the sky. Yeah! Well, where, where are they going? To the heavens, I guess. We just wait for them here? They got... I guess we can start heading back to the, the drunken slug in, right? And we just yeah head back there. Maybe they'll show up. And I'm not just flying like straight up. I'm flying up a little bit and then kind of flying to the bar, but I'm kind of swerving because the sun's in my eyes and my eyes burn. As you're flying, you're kind of erratic. But once you get to the tail end of your ability... Grom starts to notice we're descending. You all right, big fella? And he starts to see my wings sort of start to break apart and fade. Weren't you supposed to get us to the ground first? It's, it's fine. You've got that parachute. We don't even know if this thing works. Are you starting to fall? Yeah, I'm starting to fall. I'm pulling it. I'm going to try to hang on to you. Okay, roll athletics. Rage! Ten. Okay. As you start to fall, you pull the lever in your parachute, and you are... <laughs> as the cloth comes out and catches the air resistance and slows you drastically, you try your best to hang on to Miramilnir, but his gigantic frame is just too much mass for you to hang on to. And your fingernails dig into his shoulders as you dig in, and claw marks, and you, you think you slowed him for just a second. But Miramilnir, how high do you think you are off the ground? I think 70, 75 feet, somewhere in that range. I will just go on record as saying 80 feet is not enough to deploy a parachute. <laughs> No, 60. It says 60. This is an amazing parachute. Fall safely after 60 feet. 
So you're just like, ah! <gasps> Grom hits the ground. Roll me an acrobatics just to see how well you land. 17. Good. Tuck and roll, baby. That's 1d6 per 10 feet, but your monk ability negates some of that. 25. And about that time, Brax and Valryl walk up on Grom, having not quite cratered in front of the inn. Well, that was wild. I want to try that. Let's take off the backpack. Can I, how do we, okay, so how do we put it back in here? Maybe just shove it in there. Okay, if we just shove it in there, then I want you to try it out again, because I don't. I already tried, I mean, you can ask her. You crater into the ground, taking 21 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> so we're talking and kaboom! Oh, jeez! Uh, is he gonna... Did you just crash into the earth next to us? I feel like maybe 20 feet away. Is he, is he gonna be okay? Maybe you just should have kept it. Are you alive? Yep, jog I'm over still there. alive. No wonder you don't have wings. They seem terrifying. Yeah. It's a good thing you kept. Are you okay? It does not help my headache. Well, I'll run, up, I'll run up and cast Cure Wounds on you. As a, yeah, you dig into your crater there. I have to slide down. How big of a crater did I make? Yeah, it's, you were only 80 feet high, so it's not too bad, but the ground's soft. Enough that you had to hop over a little berm. 20 worth of damage. It's like a Thor hammer. So does uh, Brax casting healing on me do anything with, to help with my hangover? Nope. Nope. Because it's a restoration that cures the poison. Uh, so that's 1d8. That was exciting, but I don't plan on doing it again. You look like you almost died. Nine back. No, I'm I'm fine. When, okay, when can you do it again, though? Because that looked pretty fun. I, or you, you want to try it again? I can try, and I situate myself, and I focus inward, and I try to re-summon my wings, but I just can't, so... <laughs> so I, it just looks like you have to poop? <laughs> I think I'll need to rest before I can do that again. That was wild. You probably should get some instructions on how to pack this parachute, too. Unless it's just a matter of shoving it in there. But like you said, we should go ask her, but that should be later, too. I'm taking it off my list here. So you have the parachute currently? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll just start shoving it back in. Roll a d20 to see how well packed that parachute got. Uh, You shouldn't roll until you jump. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. I shoved it in there. So as you regain your senses, get some healing, you journey back inside the drunken slug or... Tylalor! All right, as you walk in the door, declaring Tylalor's name, wanting to... And I'm holding out a little bird. Share with something. You see Tylalor standing in the middle of the room, eyes affixed, a thousand-yard stare. The necklace that holds what Brax knows to be Gwendolyn's hanging from her hand, just staring. And she does not respond. She just stands transfixed, staring at a corner of the room. Throw the bird and run to her and grab the the cord and, and try to throw it away. And then grabbing her up in my arms. You extricate the necklace, no problem. And it lands in the corner. Her demeanor is malleable. And as you embrace her, she does not embrace you back. Tyler, damn it! And I'm going to just strike her. I'm going to slap her as hard as I can. Like a 50s businessman. Get a hold of yourself, damn it! You strike out in an effort to dissuade what you fear has transpired. And your hand strikes her face, and her whole body reacts 
to your strike. And she just returns to that same forward staring position that you unfortunately know as quite familiar because you've experienced it. You've seen this before. And she's in the stone. You've seen it in a roll. <sighs> God damn it. You've seen it in a myriad of those bodies you found in Medlack's basement. Ready to go where you lead. Ready to go where you guide. But devoid of consciousness. This has been Bedlam Social Hour, a D&D podcast. A Peace in the Chaos production. Bedlam Social Hour is Peyton Palmer as Mirmolnir, Mark McGrath as Brax Rome, Carrie Dennis as Tidalore, Matt Wagner as Valriel Tazexen, Percy Steele as Grom the Toothy, and myself as everyone else. Please check out our link tree in the show notes for our social media connections, and please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you once again for listening, and as always, work hard and be kind. So you fucked up somebody's yard for sure. <laughs> I hate dirt work. My begonias. <laughs>